What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the RNR Pot of Film. I am your host, Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is Cody Repass. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm. We're about to get to talk a movie, so I can't complain. And I'm. I'm not even sure you can call this a shark movie, even though it has a shark in it. But yeah, yeah it, it's yeah. a movie, so I'm. I'm excited. We're rolling on with Shark Week. Obviously, that's what we're doing. You're getting a movie. Review, uh, little brief review every day for the seven days that it's been going on which is really cool and really awesome you get tons of content from us and today we're going to be talking about a little little picture called open water which was directed by chris kentez and stars daniel travis and blanche and ryan um it came out in 2004 and it was made in 2003 and uh, to kick it off, I do want to say something really good about this movie because I was going to preface this by saying I wasn't a fan, but there was little <laughs> things that I did like about it. Um, and it had to do with when it was made, how much money it was made for, and just it gave me that indie feel that I love that makes me care. I can't wait to pick up the camera and make another movie because it had that feel of you know it was like the little engine that could they made a movie it got bought by Lionsgate and it got a, a wide release and that's really cool and um you could tell that it was very low budget by the the, the quality of the film and I, I I kind of thought that was cool that they were able to do something on this scale for very little money I, I agree I I think that it, since it's based on a true story it kind of limits you on what kind of plot and what kind of story you can tell mm-hmm. because i mean really we don't know what really happened out there uh and it's it's just i think they they did the best with what they could is just what i'm trying to say yeah 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 and you know it kind of had for me it felt like the, the way it looked and the way it felt and the way it um they they did it for such you know a lot of, not even a lot of money it was a it was a $130,000 film that they made it for so not even in the millions um it kind of had that Blair Witch S feel like it really felt like it was a it was a, a guerrilla style film which is it's always a good thing for me and I I I give the filmmakers who are actually uh dive enthusiasts that made this um, a lot of credit for going out there and doing something that a lot of people can't do. Yeah, I I completely agree with all that. I I love the way the movie shot and just even the uh, main actor and actress that you're you get stuck with the entire movie about how they go out on a dive trip and they don't do a head count and they get left behind. And you're stuck with two characters throughout the whole movie who, let's be honest, they're not well-known at all. I mean, I don't even know if either of them have been in two other films. But for what it was, they were great in their roles. You couldn't have asked more from them. Yes, yes. Um, I believe, yeah, Blanchard Ryan, the girl, was in... um, uh, Beer Fest and Super Troopers. Um, she played in Beer Fest. She was the the wife of um, the Farva character. Forget his name, Landfill. So she's been in a few things. <laughs> she's been in uh, actually a lot of things. It looks like. Um, so 
they've gone on to be you know to do some good things but um the other good thing i have to say about this movie because there really wasn't much for me at least is the ending i i know it's based off of a true story um and if you haven't seen this i'm about to drop the ending so if you want to pause here go for it um but the ending for me was great when of course her husband is dead and then she just decides to just go underwater like she just kills herself because she knows that it you know even though that they're looking for her she just went underwater and the sharks were surrounding her and i loved how they used real sharks and they were kind of um circling around her um i really enjoyed that and i really thought it was a really good way to end the movie that for the most part bored me uh, yeah the ending i really really liked especially exactly what you said I I enjoyed how they portrayed just the sheer helplessness that both endured. You, like, once they realized they were left behind, nobody was coming to get them because nobody knew they were even out on the water and they were drifting away from shore, reality set in that they were going to die. And then the sharks started circling them and they started to turn on each other. It just was so real like you could tell this is something that could really happen if it was to happen to someone because you're starting to get nervous you don't know what's going on of course you're going to be a little uh light fused and can get angry really quick so it was really well done how they just started bickering at each other and just the hopelessness for the movie you just you feel bad knowing what really happened yeah, 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 and I, I think that's a, a very good observation and a very good, how uh, good that you know the hopelessness definitely was there, the feeling of claustrophobic likeness is there, being claustrophobic, because um, they were just there in this big wide ocean, but it was they 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 can't really move because you know they don't want to you know all the things that are happening in the water you know so, um, but uh, that's really all I can say that I liked about the movie. What about you? Yeah, I don't have anything else to say on the good perspective. Um, the bad and ugly for me kind of go hand in hand. Um, I am a big fan. For let me preface this by saying I'm a big fan of slow burn movies and a slow burn to like a like a crazy um, ending. Prime example: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I did not see that ending coming. I knew something was going to happen with the, <laughs> the the Manson murders, but man, was I surprised! And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but I do love slow burn movies that take a long time to build to build up um, for a reason. But this just kind of there was never a big payoff for me. Yeah, that's that was one of my issues with the movie, and I had it wrote down. For me, my biggest issue is, and I, I hate to harp on it, but it is pretty boring due to the simple plot and the story that they're given mm -hmm. because what it is there's just not much you can do with it and it, it it's a double-edged sword it was a good for me because i thought they did it well but on the other end of the sword it's just really really simple and a lot of the time there's just nothing going on for minutes besides basic simple dialogue and it it, it can be kind of boring but Luckily, the movie's only like, I don't even think it's 90 minutes. I think it's somewhere in like the 80, 81, 82 minutes. So it's yeah. not really that long. Yeah, it's not that long at all. Um, 
What I did like, well, no, another, uh, I'm not, not a like, what I meant was what I didn't like is there was these shots of, that they used to kind of fill in for time and to fill in the story there. It just did, for me, it didn't feel natural. It felt like they got like real people to fly a helicopter and real people to drive these boats. And they just didn't look like they were like legit extras or like legit, like, um, what I mean by that is that they're, they're just being them. And yes, of course, you want a sort of realism in your movie, but for me, it just felt like I grabbed my mom, I put her in a in a in a in a in a boat seat, and she just kind of like, it's not natural. They kind of felt like they were uncomfortable in front of the camera. That's what I got out of it. But I might be wrong about that. But um, I just I've seen that kind of thing before. The stuff that I made, I've 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 done camera tests and stuff with with actors or like first time actors that they just do not look like they belong there and that's when you have to pass on them but like i but like i said the the budget was only um one hundred and thirty thousand dollars, so yes can't really do much yeah so they probably just paid every tom dick and harry of the town they were in to just hey you want a hundred bucks stand in here just do this you don't have to speak just stand here yeah do this and so i i can i can understand that but i'm i'm with you it it just this movie is what it is and it has it's going to appeal to certain people but it's not an exciting movie and i'm not sure it's trying to be like i said at the start it's not really a shark movie i mean it has shark elements and of course it has sharks in it uh that's that's just what it is but it's mostly a survival movie with with sharks yes yes and um it's i can't i can't sit here and trash it completely because i know what it takes to make a really low budget movie um and try to make it work with the things that you're given you know i made a horror film it was a feature film called terror at 10 acres you will never be able to find it i have the only copy um (laughs) Because not because it's I didn't write it I was just hired to direct it and it took us three attempts to finally get a complete completed movie due to a lot of issues with people and 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 um, egos and and uh, not even money issues it was like literally just people issues and we got it together the movie didn't come out the way we all thought it would but it's to attempt to do something on a scale like that knowing that not a lot of people can do it is is commendable and it was a learning experience for me i've gotten so much better since then but for them to do it do something like this take a true story and make it on the scale that they had with the money they had with the people they had and i'm not gonna lie the the two the two people that were the main focus were they were good at the roles and i really liked them but it was just you know just the the slow pacing and things like that but like you said you get that at the top of them you it's like that's what you're gonna get and you can't really do much but I do commend them for being try. able to go out there and make this movie and try and and get it out there to a large audience. And you know, I've I've read some reviews on it that you know they they have a lot of nitpicking, but they're like you know it's it, it was kind of like for, first of its kind really um, with just a survival movie, just two people sitting in the water. You never really got that at that point because it was in the early two thousands. You know, I was in sophomore junior year of high school. Yeah. It- I, I am done talking about this movie, so uh, do you have anything else to say, or do you want to just hop right into your score? <laughs> yeah, let's hop right into the score. Um, I will give it a two. Um, 
only for the sheer fact that I I don't want to completely because it wasn't it wasn't such a bad movie that I just like wanted to turn it off. I stuck the whole way through, and yeah, so I give it a two. I, I'm give, I'm giving it a two point five. It is it is what it is. I mean, every every shark fan should watch this movie once because of its story. It, it's based on a true story. This really happened. You just have to go in knowing that there's just not a lot going on. And there's not a lot that's going to go on. But the ending has a payoff, so I'm going to give it 2.5. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, that's it. Well, that's that's the, all the time we have for R&R Pod of Film. You can find us on social, at, on Twitter, at RR, uh, Film Pod and Stardust, and Letterboxd. Um, we're going to have a t-shirt t-shirt store coming out here soon i gotta just get to it it's been a crazy week um where else where else can they find us and where and what else do we have going on uh i don't know where else you can find us <laughs> you can find us on the uh wish on the big screen somewhere but eventually we'll get there um also we have a couple more films uh to go here on um shark week extravaganza we are finishing it up with australian made shark movies Two that I'm excited to talk about. One, the next one being The Reef, and we're closing it out with Bait. And I strongly suggest all shark movie fans go see it because it's, it was kind of hard to find for a long time. It's starting to get a little legs and starting to be a little bit easier to find. But And then we'll get back to our regular programming and maybe we'll have a Patreon announcement soon. Ooh, that's a little tease. That's a good way to end this. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to the R&R Pod of Film. Like always, I'm Glenn Rodriguez, and that is Cody Repass. I'm pointing at him as if he was standing right next to me, but he's not. Um, but if he was, that's where he would be. Uh, <laughs> and we're signing off here. We'll see you at the movies. See you there.